Good morning. We're starting at the bottom of Nun Bet Hamud Bet. So we saw here a uh, <coughs> discussion about the Bedad Dichrin. If we would apply only to, 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 to boys and girls, if there was girls, boys, Yerushalayim, they can be shot from Karkin, Meshubedet, etc. And we, we, we saw the conclusion, and the Gemara explained really what the reason was for this Bedin Dachrin. So there was an incentive for uh, for people to marry to 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 want to marry a girl and marry for daughters. So was yeah, but the mice there. Papa three lines from the bottom of the Amud at the, at, in the middle of the line. Of the line. Papa Yasi Glelebrei, Bay Abasura. Papa was busy marrying his son off to the family of Abasura. Rashi points out over here that Abasura Chamivaya, right, was his father-in-law. Interesting. Rashi uses the word Chamiv. In modern Hebrew, they talk about it. They say father-in-law Chamo. People speak on the phone. They say Chamo. But the correct word in Hebrew actually is Chamiv. That's the, that's the, the, the correct word. So Abbasura was his father-in-law. So he was basically marrying his wife, his daughter, off to her aunt. To his mother's, uh, her mother's, his mother's sister. Right? And we know an uncle can marry a niece, and a nephew, so I suppose an aunt can marry a nephew. Right? Uh, right? She brings proof there from the Gemara that said that this was his daughter. So now, while he's busy going off there to, to, to marry them, uh, so he's on the way to the house, to his father in law's house, to go and negotiate or finalize the, the story of the Ketubah. So, Shama Yudaba Maraymas, Yudaba Maraymas, here's this going on, Nafik Atit Chazele. And he goes out and they bump into one another. Right? So he says, Kimatu Lepitcha. When they get to the door, so they walk together for a while. You accompany him on the walk. Hello, Clifford. Right? So, um, he uh, accompanied him on the walk there and to Abbasura's house. And they get to the door and have a kemifta mine. So now, uh, we saw there that Rabbi Yudah Bar-Maraymar asks, Rashi says, He says, he wants to go. go. He says, okay, Rabbi I've accompanied you up until now. I think I'm going to go home. All right. So her Papa says to him, I'm already, come with me into, uh, into Bar Abbasura's house. Now, Rav Yudah Bar Abbasura is an important guy. All right. So he says that he wasn't so excited about coming in. Rashi is a Chazra Papa, right? That Rav Yudah wasn't so excited about coming with him to the house. So Abbasura Papa said to him, my daughter, you don't want to come in? What mishum the Amalei Shmuel Rav Yehuda shinin a lot have a avure achsanta afilu mi mi barabish le baratava lo yadai my zara nafik mine says v'choshechem mi bar le barta. So he says over here to him. He says. Uh, If you look at the Likutei Rashi's, he says here, "Ba'avuri achsant makom shemavir ha'av nachala min ra'ui la va'afilu laharbot leechad ulemait leechad." He says, "Ah, you don't want to come." Remember, he was marrying his son off to uh, to uh, Abasura's daughter. So now, what was the negotiation about? Abasura was going to have to write a ketubah and put in a dunya there and give his daughter a big amount of money. So he says to him, so Rav Papa says to, uh, to Rav Yehuda Bar Maremar, he says, you don't want to come up because you don't want to be party 
to this negotiation or present in this negotiation where we're going to basically transfer money from Abba Surah's sons to his daughters. That's what he says over here. Say, Don't be an achsanta for me. It was, don't help. I feel me, even from a good boy to a, from a barabisha, from a bad son to a good son. Even you're moving money from a good son to a, from a bad son to a good son, which seems like a good thing, don't do it. Why? The lawyer, dear, my Zara, nothing. You don't know who's going to come out of him. You're, you might think you're a problem son, but you know, he's, he, he, his son might be the next Rabbi Akiva You don't know who's who over here. Don't start playing God. You've got sons. The Aloha is Yerusha, the Yoresh equally. Leave them alone. The Choshechain, mi bara lebarta. Right? Is this what you're worried about? He says to him, Trav Yudah. Is this you don't want to be party to this because you think that you're busy involving a transfer of Yerusha? Right, look at Rashi. The Choshechain, mi bara lebarta. The Hacha, i abure achsantahu. Shazek koteb lebito. He's writing now a big nadunya to his daughter. Mashaya raui, lehorish lebanav. If it had stayed in the family, it would have gone to the sons at the Yerusha stage. Right? We discussed it the other day. That essentially, when you give your daughter a big nadunya, you're essentially taking Yerusha from the sons and giving it to your daughters. Right? So he says, so, he, that's, so this, is, this is the kasha that he asks him. Right? He says, don't worry, he says, Rapapa. Hi, nami takantad rabanani. Don't have to worry. You don't have to do nothing to do wrong. Da'ama, Rabbi Yochanan, Mishurishun, Ben Yochai. We saw it yesterday, right? Remember, at the end of the day, Rabbi Yochanan quoted Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon quoted this whole limud over there. Then we saw the pasuk in uh, in in Yirmiyah. It said, "Kuh nashim v'holidu banim v'banot v'kuh libnechem nashim." Take boys that your daughters and sons should both get married. And we said, "How do you get your daughters married? Because the sons can go chasing girls, but how do the boys get? How do the girls get married?" And we saw you got to give them an ask the dunya, right? And ask the dunya, and they'll come and marry. So he says, "Don't worry." This halacha the mass says, "Well." So Marley, right? So uh, so Rabbi Yehuda Bar Marema responds to that Rabbi Yochanan, Papi. So Marley, Hani Mili Midate. That's when the father of the bride wants to do it by choice. Midate, Abal Asuya Nami, but to force him, is there a mitzvah to force him to do it? Right? Meuse, right? To force him. Look at Rashi. He says, uh, is there rush? Lasuye, bit me a question mark. What Lasuye, Nami, you got to force him as well. So Amar Leisra, Papa said to him, Atumi kaimnelach deul vasia? Did I ask you to come inside with me and help and force the guy? Ul, velotasia kaimna. I wanted you to come inside, not to force him. I wasn't asking your help to come and have a day, to come and force the guy. I said, come in with me. So listen to what Rabbi Yudha Barma Mamma says to him. He says to Amar he says, Me'alai didi hainu asia. My coming in there is a sense of force. By having me present, you're putting pressure on the guy. My presence is putting pressure on the guy. Look at Rashi, the last wide lines. Knisati mach zehu asui. Why? Sheyarbe lifsok bishvil kvodi. Shavit Ramamayra took himself seriously, right? He knew who he was. He said, me being in the room is going to put pressure now on Bar Surah. On Abba Surah, he's going to want to make a good impression. So he's going to give lots of money to his daughter to impress me. And this is the gory story goes like this. Right? So Achfei, bottom line, is your papa coerced. He persuaded him. And he came for all. Right? Ishtik v'yatib. And he shut up and he didn't say a word. And he sat there 
in uh, Rashi says, He didn't force him physically, right? He persuaded him. Right? He persuaded him. And he said, came upstairs and he sat there quietly. So Savar, right? So now he's sitting there quietly, not saying anything. So Rashi is like a Savar Ihu. The Bach changes the word there, Savar Hahu. Savar Ihu, right? Meaning that Abasura, Mirtach Ratach. That, uh, that was Rabbi Yehuda Bar keeping quiet because he's cross with him. So what does he do? Katve my He puts into the girls, the dunya, everything that he owns. Right? The sof, Amarla, Hashtan, Amilo Mishlai And he sees that, that, uh, that Rabbi, Rabbi Yehuda Bar Bar Barav, Mar Bar Yehuda, right? who, who was it there again? Uh, he saw Rabbi Yehuda Bar Marema. So, Rav, so, Ab, so Abbasura sees that Rabbi Yehuda still isn't saying anything. He wants, and he wants him to say, Shakoach, when he says, well done, he sees nothing. He said, well, you're still not talking. Chayei Damar, he said, I swear to you by my life. Lo shaviki midden enough, I never let anything for myself. I gave him everything that I've got. Why aren't you talking? So Amar Lai, so Mayuda Bar Marema says to Abbasura, he said, listen, my friend, he says, Imi Nai Didi. He says, uh, I'm up to me. Even with the amount that you gave, was, was, I'm not happy with. You gave too much. Right? He says, too much. Have you taken advice from me? I would have told you that you're giving too much. <laughs> not that you're giving too little. So he says to him, I changed my mind. Can I go back now? He said, the only reason I was writing so much, I, I thought it was because of you. You weren't excited. I wasn't giving enough. But now I'm thinking, can I go back? Right, so look at the Tosfot over here. Look at the, the first Tosfot on the Daf. He says, "Hashda nami adar be'afa gav dehein hein dvarim aniknim ba'amira." Hainu echad amdu vekitshu. He says, even though it might be that it's too late, that that dvarim aniknim ba'amira, that you only do a masek kinyan, just the amira, the speaker is really good enough kinyan. He says, but that's only good when they did kiddushin at the same time. V'hacha kesherat zanachzor adai lo kitshu. They haven't done kiddushin yet. So inami or maybe not. Maybe they had done kiddushin already beforehand. He says, when do we say that it's only uh, he says that it, it, he's not sure if he had Tosvod. These are things which are nicknamed Amira only when there's Kiddushin. Right? And maybe no, maybe it's only very nicknamed by Amira when they're already done Kiddushin, when they're going to do Kiddushin afterwards. If they've done Kiddushin already, then maybe it wouldn't be a nickname of Amira. Otherwise, Tosfos not sure over here why he can't go back on his change his mind. Right? So Amariya, so now, Rav Yudah Bar Maraymar says to him, Amariya, Shavuya Nafsheikh, Hadran Lokamina. No, 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 I never said that. Right? He said, don't, don't stop putting words in my mouth. He said, I never said you can go back. So bottom line is that understood his presence was going to have an influence on the guy. Maybe Rapapa understood it as well. That's why he persuaded him to come there. And he got what he wanted at the end of the day because all the money was written over to her Nadunya. Right? Uh, so that's it. Anyway, he was married to his daughter to begin with. But I suppose if he had sons, it wouldn't have helped him much because the sons would have inherited it anyway, not his daughter. And the question is, what was in his Nadunya to begin with for his children? Anyway, I don't know. It's another question of here. If a woman sells the kutubah to her husband, right? She needs money. 
And uh, you know, she, he comes to her husband and she says to her husband, Listen, I need the money. Yeah, I'll pay you out. I tell me, take my ketubah and pay me out my ketubah now. Uh, so the question is, Yeshlak tubat benin dachrin or ain't Does she still remain, retain the benin dachrin? Do her children still, right? If she dies, would her children still get the, get the nadunya? Or once her husband bought the ketubah, it's all gone. It's a done deal. That's the Gemara's question. Took what a about Russian. if uh, woman is supposed to live with her husband and she's got a ketubah? No, she's got, no, no, she's got a written ketubah. Just the money in the ketubah she sold, the financial element of the ketubah she sold him. Right, in other words, there's a ketubah. She doesn't give the husband a ketubah. She's got a ketubah with all the star, all the, all the, the, the name of the ketubah. Right, according to that, I don't know if everybody agrees with that halacha, by the way. I'm saying, I don't know if it's a, if it's a clear-cut halacha, you call it, like, we pass, we say that you live without a ketubah. But the whole idea, the, okay, the question that I thought you were going to ask, the question, so one second, David, one second, I thought, just hold it, well, no, no, they're married, they're married. They're busy married now, and, and the woman wants money, and she needs to raise money. And the husband only gives her, you know, what her monthly needs are for food and clothing. He doesn't, doesn't give her lavish money. She wants to go make an investment or help out her parents or something. So he says, no problem. Yeah, you got a ketubah. Your ketubah is worth $100,000. Yeah, I'll give you 65000 now and, 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 and write me a star. I don't have to pay you any money if we get divorced or if, you, or, or if I die. So she takes the money and she runs. The question is, is her ketubah, is, is that affecting her or does that affect Benin Dachrin as well? Other the question that you were going to ask, a different question there. The question that I was thinking was that we learned that one of the reasons for a ketubah is that the woman shouldn't be kalabe now that she can just chuck her out without any financial consequences. Once he's bought her ketubah from her already, so he's paid the money. Now he kalabe now. So how can she even sell the ketubah to begin with? That was my question. I haven't got an answer. But that's what I was thinking when I, when we, okay, but anyhow. So that's not the question. The Gemara's got his own question. He's answer the question of the Gemara. So the Gemara's question is, she sells a ketubah, what about banin dachrin? Right? Uh, or ain't It's like, right, ketubah banin dachrin. So Abba says, v'tivi lach mochelet. Why are you asking about selling? See, so if you're going to ask a question, ask if she, what about a woman's mochel? Look at Rashi. Rashi is an amazing thing. Rashi says, shuhu davar matsui min it's more frequent or regular or, or, or shachiach. It's more common to find a woman who's, who forgives her husband her ketubah than sells him her ketubah. Okay, I don't know either. She says, and maybe she never got any hanar from it, but maybe still her schut's gone. So Amar lay. so this was the question. Rabbi Emma asked Rabbi Nachman. Right, so Amar hashta. So Rabbi says to him, so by the so Rabbi says, why are you asking about selling? Ask about Mochelet. So Amalai says, no, hashta, Mochel can be baili. The Afagav, the Ikele Meimar, he says, no, why Mochelet? He says, Amalai, Rashi says, yeah, I come and miss about to be shum Hana'a, the matriality is a kadate, the pakas, so I'm not worried about Hana'a. He says, why am I asking about Mochelet? He says, the Ikele Meimar, what because I say, and sua, the amina command the kamachule mea uchle be uchla. Right? So the mocheret can buy. Look at Rashi. He says, Hashta mocheret comes to Hashta mocheret. We see the Anusai. She's, she's under the duress. So Salka Adat, what was I thinking? The Pakas Chuta, Umi Baili. What was our question? Koshechain mocheret. Tulo Anusa. 
if she, when she was Anusa, she could sell. So how much more so when she wasn't Anusa, when she did voluntary, in other words, it's the other way around. Right? Don't ask me about Mochelet. Uh, Mochelet to me, if she can't sell when she's Anusa, when she's under distress, she's forced to change. Obviously, when she does it by, by choice, it will be okay. So Amar, so Amar Ravas, Ravas like as Pshitali, Mocherik to Batala Acherim, Yeshlak to Benindachrin. I understand, he says, if he had sold the ketubah to a third party. It's her husband that she needed money. She needed money and her husband said, I won't give you money. But she went, she sold the ketubah to a third party. When you sell your ketubah to a third party, there's a, there's, it's, 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 it seems a bit more complicated. In other words, what you're selling is you're selling the right. right? You know, maybe let Rashi explain this. It's, it, look at what he says. But tovat that she gets some benefit from it. Right, she'im nit armela or nit kasha. This is what she sells. She sells the guy basically like an option or, a, or some sort of a right, right? That if she gets divorced or she die or, or he dies while she's still alive, then the buyer will come in and claim her ketubah. However, the imata, but if she dies, yeshena bala, her husband will inherit her ketubah, and then umata v'yasha bala. So really, when a woman sells a ketubah to a third party, she's only selling him a, 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 a probability. Right? He's not buying 100% of the ketubah. He's buying the probabilities that she, that she, uh, that he dies before her or they get divorced. In other words, he's going to pay her out the ketubah. Then if he pays her out the ketubah, then he would have the right to claim her. But if she dies... Then the guy who paid her out gets nothing because the husband is your the ketubah. Okay? So, so, so in other words, when you come and do a deal like with somebody, it's going to be a discount because it's going to be they'll, they'll put some sort of value on what are the chances that you'll die before your husband, in which case he's going to get the ketubah. And what are the chances you're going to get divorced or you're going to, your husband will die before you? And then you've got to assess, you do some sort of evaluation on what those two possibilities are worth and how much is it worth the chance that she might die before her husband and then discount that? And that's what he's prepared to pay, some sort of amount of that. So that's what he says over here. He says, Pshita Lee, if she's selling it to a third party, right? He says, Yesh la ketubat benindachrin. Look at Rashi. Yesh la banea ketubat benindachrin. Because even if she hadn't sold it and she had died, her husband would have inherited it, right? Even now that she sold the ketubah, if she, the, 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 if she dies, he's not getting her to her. You might think, maybe we're going to give her a knas. Because she was just, she just like belittled the ketubah and she was happy to just go and set it off. She says, no, you can't because she done it because she needed money. Maybe she had money for her children as well. So that is what Rabbi wants to say over here, that if she sold it, right? However, he's not sure what the answer would be if she sold it to her husband himself. So now he says, If she forgave her ketubah to she just said to her husband, I don't want the ketubah, I don't want the money. So here he says she wouldn't have been. So if he sold it to a third party, there would be. If he forgave her, there wouldn't be benindachrin. My time to reason, it's all gone. Right, so now by your house, okay, but well, what's the question? 
So now we go to try and accept. That's how we come into the answer. The question was, why if she'll do bala? She says, look, if she'll do a third party, I know what the din is. The din is that they're still been in dachrin. Why? Because it makes no difference. Under any circumstances, the husband, even if she dies, he'll still inherit her. And before she had sold it, if he, she died, he'd inherit her. So from him inheriting it, nothing's changed. Therefore, he's going to get the ketubah and the children are still going to get the money. If she was mochelet, so then there's no money now for the bedin dachrin. Why? Because she was mochel. That's holding a moichel. She said, you know, so whatever the financial obligation, I don't want them, write them off. To the, son. the question is as follows. Is this like selling it to a third party, in which case there would be in dachrin, or is it that she was moichelet, and therefore it was being like moichel to her husband, and therefore there wouldn't be in dachrin. Okay? Everybody with me? So the Bata, the Bayahara, the word says, after a rabbi asked the question, right, he answered it himself. He says, Selling to the husband is like saying to a third party. In other words, there is Benin Dachrin. That's the answer. Even though she sold the team, she got paid out, the Benin Dachrin aren't affected. So again, one would imagine that the husband would also have to pay out a very limited amount of money. He might have to pay out the whole ketubah. Because he's going to still have to give this money to her children afterwards. Right? So, uh, so uh, he's not going to pay twice. So, Mati Rabidi Bar Avin. So, Rabidi Bar Avin also Kasha. says, Meita, en Yoshin Chilze, en Yoshin Chilze, Yoshin Ketubata. If she does, so the Yoshin of this one, the Yoshin of that one, look at Rashi. So over here, and Yoshin shall say, Mishli Biyavamot, the Mishli Masechet Yavamot, Hayshalach Bar Yamatayam, so a woman who has been goes overseas, Vamala, Eidechad, Meit Parech, and then the woman, Eid comes back and says, Your husband died, the Tiruan, and they said, She was allowed to marry somebody else, and she married somebody else. Vachakach Bar Bala, and now her husband arrived, knocks on the door, remember from Yavamot, honey, I'm home, right? So Taitsemi Ze Umizem, remember she can't live with either of them, she has to get divorced from both of them. Vain la Ketuba Lomizem, Lomizem, she has to go to Ketuba. So now, the imaita, and if she does now, and Yoshin shall zev vzeh, banim sheesh la mizeh umizeh, Yoshin ketubata. So now, the benin dachrin doesn't apply to either ketuba. So if she had children from her first husband, and now she had children again from her second husband, the children aren't going to inherit anything from benin dachrin. Okay, because of the situation, it's a knashrim, because she should have made a bigger effort to check up on if her husband was really alive or not. And because she didn't, she lost her ketubah. That was what we learned in Masechet Yavamot. She says, She says, We asked the kashia over there. Right? What does it mean, ketubata? Look at Rashi. So what do you mean that over here, we see, this is his kasha over here, that uh, even though she was moichel or she sold the ketubah, there'd still be, uh, there, 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 there would still be a benin dachrin. So Rashi says, says, no, papa, ketubat banin dachrin. He said there, ketubat banin dachrin. Look at the Rashi here. If she died in the life of both the husbands and they inherited her, right? So that's, he says, that's the, this is all part of the motive of, 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 of Avi. 
So we see in a case like that, there wasn't banin dachrin. So v'amai, hachanami leima. So he says, why don't we hear? He says, we explained a moment ago that why when she sold the ketubah it was okay. So we said, because she was anusa. Remember, she did the money. So he says, why don't we say the same thing here? In the case of Yevamut. Her yetzer caused her to be anus. Look at Rashi. Ki anisa lo mifsna ketubah banin dachrin. Therefore, she shouldn't lose the banin dachrin. He says, no, you can't compare that to here. The words of his kasha is, how come here you saying there is bani dachrin? Right? There shouldn't be bani dachrin either if she's mochedet because, I have to like one of the rashi, but he says, because so kalab and now, that we did read that rashi, if she's happy to just give up a ketubah, then she also shouldn't get the bani dachrin. If it is bani dachrin, like in Yavamot, there wasn't bani dachrin. He says, no, you can't compare the two. In Yavamot, there was a knas. What was the knas? Look at rashi. Shaitan mit baal. So he says, the knas of Mishum, the Lord died Keshapish. Remember, she never checked out well enough that he had died. Mekamet, before she went and got married. So that's why we gave her a knas. We really make her a din. Without the knas, the Bani Dachrin should have gone. In other words, the Bani Dachrin shouldn't really be affected. But there's a knas of you and the Ketubah there. But yeah, there wouldn't be a knas. She was an associate of the money. And therefore, it wasn't that she was being, uh, being Mazalzel, the Ketubah. She just had to have it. So yeah, we don't connect her. And therefore, the children still get the money. Because he if, she, if, she, if, she, if she had sold the Kedumah to a third party and then, uh, and then got remarried to the husband disappeared and then the husband turns up, does the third party lose the Kedumah? She sold the Kedumah to a third party and then her husband, husband went to the Medinata, you're saying, and then the husband went to the Medinata Yam. Yeah. And, and then and she went and got married. Now you're saying, now the husband yeah. came back. She says, no ketubah from there or from there, but she already sold the ketubah. Uh, but she already sold the ketubah. So if you say that there's a knas, there's no ketubah, she already got the ketubah. So the question of the bani and dachrin, so your question is, would it still affect the bani? Would the bani and dachrin be part of the knas as well? I don't know, but I would venture to say no. Because maybe the sale had taken place before this. So therefore... All the, the rules applied from beforehand, so what would affect her would affect her, but now that's, I, I would say probably not, but I don't know. I would say probably not. Good question. I don't know. This is a din, a difference. The woman who was mochel, his ketubah to his wife, to her husband, she's got no mozonot. After he dies, right? If she die, if he dies now, so the children have to don't have to uh, don't have to don't have to look after her. Why? Look at Rashi Ba'amanuta, the Tznai Ketuba Kichtuba. Because that Tznai, one of the Tznai of the Ketuba was, we saw, remember, on uh, on Dafnun Aleph, I mean Aleph in the Mishnah, we had over there that he wrote in the Tznai says in the Mishnah, says uh, where was it? It says Im Im Amaragdavuna, where was it? He says there, shoot nishbait. No, that was all the nishbait. We saw t- a, 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 one of the t'naim of the ketubah, and I was previously was on Dafnun, I think. We saw the the t'naim of the ketubah there. One of the things is that he says when he dies, she can stay in the house and live there as long as she. Remember, we said that about uh, no, it was on yesterday's daf. It was about. I mean, we mentioned about the, um, yeah. Here it is on Dafnun. Bet amud amud bet. 
He says, Binokvin, Ati yatu beveiti, umitzana benichsi kol yamei migar amenutech beveiti. As long as you're a widow, you can live in my house and you can be supported by menachasim. That's a tnai ketuba. So it says over here, uh, Rav, Hanina, Rav Hanina, in front of Rav Chizda, he says, in Rabbi Lazar, he says, once she was moicha the ketuba, she's going to know mezonot. Why? Because ketuba, the tznae ketuba are part of the ketuba. So once you were moicha the ketuba, you were moicha the time of the ketuba. And therefore it's gone. So Amale, he loved the kamartli mishpahed, the gavra. He said, if you hadn't told me in the name of a gavra rabbi, the name of Rabbi Lazar, hava aminalach, I wouldn't have accepted it. Quite the pasuk over here in Mishlei that says, A person who returns bad for in, 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 in the face of good, his house will be full of bad forever. How can it be? I wouldn't have accepted something like that. Well, she's the to her husband, and now she gets punished because of it. It's a case of no good deed goes unpunished. She was moichel him, and now she's going to suffer. I wouldn't have accepted that, but since I was Rav Gavra, I would have said, Now, Rachim, Rav Nachman, Ba'ule, Ba'abim, Ba'arafapi, Rachim, Chir, Ba'abim, Ba'abayu, Atahu, Gavra, Deshchiva, Arusato. So a guy walked in now, a new story, who's Arusato, had just died, he's, he's, he's betrothed. So Amri lays, he'll cover, he says, Go bury her. He says, Oh, have la ketubata. Either go bury her, or give her ketubah. Now she's dead. So obviously, give her ketubah means to her Yoshim, right? Look at Rashi. The second wide lines at the end there, the tiknu kvurata atacha ketubata says you got the bearing is part of the ketuba. The samar lemameimar atachad manu mataim shetulah chachamim. And Rav Meimar was of the opinion that it was part of that deal. Samar lehu amar lehu Rav Chia Tanina says ishto arusa lo onen velo mitamela. So he says Tanina ishto. He says we learned ishto his wife. Arusa is betrothed, lo onen, you don't become an onen, if she dies, you, you aren't an onen when she dies, but lo mitamala, if you're a coin, you come in tamala. Vechenhi, lo onen, lo mitamala, and so vice versa. If the, if the, if the fiance dies, she doesn't, she, she's not an onen when he dies, and she can't, right, if lo mitamala, so if lo mitamala, maybe if she's a bad coin, grash, if lo mitamala, enach ever ditamala, apishem mitzvah ditasek, he says, yeah, that she doesn't have to. Not that she's Asher because it's a Kohen, not really a Kohen, different to her. But she even has a mitzvah to deal with her six close relatives. Right here. Right. Okay. So that's the story. Bottom line is that there's no, there's no dinya of, of, of what do you mean? He's got to go and bury her. Right, it says, "Tani ishto arusalo blomitamela vechenhi lo ne blomitamela meita eno yorsha." If she dies, he doesn't yoreshota. Meitu govak to bata. But if he does, she does get the ketub, the ketuba. Rashi says, "Mana matay metosefet im katavla." Right, meitu govak to bata. Time the meitu. Why does she get the ketuba? Because he died. Ha meita he ain't not ketuba. But if she dies, there's no ketuba. So what do you mean go bury here? Why must I go bury her? So he goes, my, my time, what's the reason? Because it doesn't apply. What does it apply? When I die, when you go and get married to somebody else, she can't get married to somebody else. She's dead. 
So therefore, he says, it's not ketubah, yeah, for this woman. So what do you mean, God, bury her, otherwise give her a ketubah? It's not ketubah. So the worker says, Ki'ata Rabbi, when Rabbi came to Israel, he said to them, Rabbi Shlakish, Rabbi Shlakish. Normally we have when Ki'ata Rabbi, it's Amar B'yochanan, right? Don't see it too often, Ki'ata Rabbi, Amar Shlakish. I don't remember, anybody remember ever seeing that? It's not Ki'ata Avi, or Ki'ata Rabbi, or whatever. It's normally they come and they mention things in the name of Rabbi Yochanan. I don't remember ever seeing it, that it's Ki'ata Rabbi, Amar Shlakish. So he says, Rabbi Shlakish came to Israel and said, Arusashe, Maita and Nakatuba. Right? So Amar Lehu Abaya, so Abaya said to Rabbi, he says, Zilu Amre Lei. Right? He says to him, he says, You, you think you're so excited yeah, that you're giving me Chidushin yeah? He says, Zilu Amre Lei. Go and tell Reish Lakish, I think he says, right? He says, Zilu Amre Lei. To Reish Lakish. Otherwise, he says, Shkile Tivutach Shadiach Achizri. He says, We don't look at the Likuta Rashi and explains what he says earlier. It's a little difficult. It says, Ain Anu Machsikin Chatovab Chach. We're not indebted to you for anything that you told us. You think you're being, you think you're doing us a good favor here telling us this? He says, right? He says, Rav Hoysh already told us that in Babel, that there's no kutuba for an, for, for an Arusa. Terrorist Lucky, thank you very much. We don't need favors from Israel to come and teach us ignoramus here in Babel. We worked it out ourselves. Okay, that's the long and the short of, of, of that Gemara. So now the Gemara now carries on and says, Banan Nukvin, the Habu Okay, we've got to start moving here. He says, Benan nuk, uh, Nukvin. So now daughters, remember in the Ketubah is what he said, that your daughters, uh, I, will, I will look after them until they are, are either grown up or they're married. So the words like this, Rav Tane, Rav writes into the bright, Rav corrects the bright, he reads it as, Ad de Tilakhan le Guvrin. Until they actually get married, until they've been taken by men. Tilakhan le Guvrin, married. And Levi reads it until, and, 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 until they've, they've grown up, until they've bought grot. Right? So the question is, Rav seems to say until they get married. Now married could be later, they could be already bought grot and only get married two, three, four years, five years after they bought grot. So according to Rav, it appears that until they're married, you've got to support them even if they bought grot already. So Gabor says, Rav, Afagav the Bagar? Over Levi, Afagav the Insiv? And does Ray, Levi say that until they bogrot, even if they got married, they were katanot, right? They still have to support them. In other words, when, are Levi and Rav, are they, are they mutually exclusive or, 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 or they're not? So he says, Ele bagar velo insiv, insiv velo bagar, techule amelo pligi. If we speak, if it's bagar, if they, they're adult and they haven't got married, or they got married and they, and they aren't adult yet, so the Chula Amelo Pligi, there there's no Machloket. There everybody seems to agree that if they bogrot, so Rav will say, Levi will say, uh, that's it. And, uh, and Rav will say they got married. But keep Pligi, where's the, what's the Machloket? Ba'arusa velo bagar. If there's an Arusa, right? She's only betrothed and she isn't yet a Bogeret. Look at Rashi. Kipligi ba'arusa. Third narrow line of Rashi. Rav Amar til kachan. Right? So Rav says until she gets taken. Lekicha. So he says kicha could be da'erusin. Even if it doesn't necessarily mean kiddushin. Erusin might be good enough. Va'afilu lo bagar. So according to Rav, maybe even she had kiddushin done before she began. Levi or tibagran or yinasu. In other words, v'yatsumi should av legamre kibagrut. That's what he wants. So that's what the Gemara seems to be saying. And that's the Machloki Pligi, Barusav, and Obagar. Levi, it turns out over here, 
It's quite amazing. Look at Rashi. Rashi tells us now, and again, I, I apologize, maybe I'm just forgetting anything, but to me, this is the first time we've seen this as well. He says, Levi Sider Brightish Shisha Sedarim Krabi Chia, the Krabi Oishia. Levi had his own set of brightest as well. So like Rabbi Chia wrote his brightest. Remember, Robert, you mentioned the whole thing about Rebbe and, 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 and Rabbi Chia with a different shitot. It seemed like Levi was part of that party as well. And he also had his own, his own set of, 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 of brightest. So he says over here, Tanir Levi, and Levi wrote this in his brightest as well. Tibagran, uh, until she gets older, Vayamte. Zmaneiron de Insevan, and she's of marriageable age. Look at Rashi. He gives zman shnei masar chodesh lebetula mishet tavah habaal kedlekaman baal kedlekaman baafapi in the parak baafapi. So there we saw over there. Remember that we said there for an almana for a betula. So her husband, she's a twelve months from the time he proposes to her to the time they get married. For a, for an almana, it was thirty. For a betula, it was thirty days. Remember, he says already that time. So he says what tarte. Question mark? What the two two timelines here? Atati Bagran Vyamtizmane on the Insavan. She has to have been a Bulgarian and we have to wait until she's been proposed. So what is no Ella or take Tibagaran or Yamtezmanehon the Insava. She says it's one of the two. Either till she becomes a Bulgarian, says Devi, or from the time that she's been she's been betrothed, and now she's got the twelve months in which to go and get married. The boy says now tonight. That seems to be like a machlokat tanai. Armata batni zonit. We can ask a question. This is a machlokat tanai. How long does a daughter get get sustained for by her father Yatomim? Acha tares. Shum rabilezer. So the Tanakama says until she becomes a betrothed. Shum rabilezer omer amru adshe tibager until she becomes a bogeret. Okay. So that seems to be a machlokat tanai over here. That we're not sure either a bogeret or till she becomes betrothed. So Tani Rav Yosef, Yosef says, Adi Yahavyan. Rav Yosef changes it. He says, no, read it until, the, uh, yad, ad, until it's been Havaya. Now Havaya is usually a Lashon of Erosin. Right? That's, not, that's, that's, that's the Lashon. He means it's not until she actually gets married. So it's not a case of going to Rav Yosef, not, not she becomes Bulgarian, not till she becomes betrothed. She has to have, to have a, a, a Havaya, Erosin. Say, so, bye, Eleu. Havaya the Erosin or Havaya the Nisuin? What is that Havaya? Is Havaya here? Is it Erosin and Nisuin? The Gemara leaves it at a taiku. Okay, so we're not sure exactly what Rabbi is speaking about. But bottom line, we see that that, that whole machloket there between Rabbi and Levi is a bit of machloket Tanaim between, uh, between Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Elazar and, 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 and Chachamim. So Amar Rav Chizit Rav Yosef. So now Rav Chizit Rav Yosef, Misha Mielach Minei Rav Yehuda. Right? Do you know anything about this? Arusa yesh tamazonot. Ain't la mazonot. Hasn't Arusa got a mazonot or not? So that's the question now. If she's an Arusa, look at Rashi. Arusa yetoma. Yesh la mazonot bin achin o lo. She's already Arusa. So maybe she's got a fiancé. Maybe he should look after her. Do her brothers have to look after her or not? Support her. Why should she be betrothed? Amar lei. Mishmelo shamirli. I haven't heard anything, anything in detail, like anything explicit. And a misfarah, continue from logic, from Mahava, Laitla, she shouldn't have. Why should she have, uh, why should she have, uh, Mizonot? He says, Kaiban de Irsa, Lo Nichele Tetzil. Since she's betrothed, 
It's not her, her, her fiancé. The guy she betrothed her isn't going to be too excited about the idea that his fiancé is going to go knocking around begging for food. So once she's not going to have to go begging and he's not going to want her to beg anymore, he will support her. So if he's going to support her, why should the brother support her? That's basically what his svar is. I said, late day, says, Kevin, he's a lot of people. Right? So this is Rav Chista, says Rav Yosef. But he says, if you're going to tell me, if you would have given me a good answer, Rav, Rav, Rav Yosef, and you would have told me uh, that you knew about Rosh Hashanah, that you had a good answer, so then we'll be fine. He says, but from Misfarah, if you're asking me, he says, from Misfarah, on the contrary, she does have. Look at Rashi, Yeshlach Lomar, she nizone bin Achim, the Arush Lozana, because her, her, her fiance is not feeding her. So he says, well, what's going on? He says, Kaim and Lo Kim Lebegava, Lo Shani Zulebichdi. He says, let's be honest, you're trying to work out now, this is like a bit of game theory here, right? What's the game theory? The brothers can say to us, we're not going to feed you. Why do the brothers feed? We learned already there's only enough money for the, to feed the daughters, so the brothers must go uh, and go beg for money, and the daughters must get fed, because it's not matim for the daughters to go begging for food. So here the brothers are going to say to the daughter, listen, you know, why would it just you and us? So we didn't want to leave you in the lurch, and we didn't want to go, but now you've got a fiancé, they didn't even support you. So that was originally, that was of Yosef Svara, right? But now, Says Rav Chitra, Rav Yosef, on the contrary, why would the fiance want to invest money in his in his fiance? Why would the, the, the betrothed want to invest money? She hasn't come to live with him yet. She could still decide not to marry him. Well, she'll just throw money away. When it's a done deal and she's living with him and she and he knows that she's his, he's happy to start paying money. But until then, you know, and I think you can even to this day, when people get engaged. So the husband, the fiance, doesn't start suddenly paying for his for his fiance. When they get married, so now he'll start to have to, they start worrying about it as a couple. They'll start sharing the rent or whatever. But until they're married, if they're living separately, he's not going to start paying her rent for her. She pays her rent, he pays his rent. Exactly what, uh, exactly what uh, uh, Rav Chizda says to Rav Yosef. He says, what? Just throw money away. So therefore the brother will carry on supporting him. He Amri, and the Gomez is another version. That Rav Yosef said, I don't know, but from Svara, yeah, she has got. Why came the Lord Kim For this reason that they just said, because she hasn't yet moved into live with him. So therefore, Lord Shari Zuzebiti is not going to stand through money away. And then Rav Chizda said to Rav Yosef, If you don't know the answer, so ultimately, she shouldn't have the Mizorah. Why? Came by so she's engaged. It's not enough for her fiance that she should go begging on the streets. So yeah, both ways, both ways. Got a Svara in both directions. Uh, is there a halacha there? Can anybody see a halacha there in this question? Uh, anybody got a halacha there? Does she get mezonot? Does she get mezonot? I think the halacha is that she doesn't get mezonot. But I can't see it. Okay. So, so now we're being seen the guy a sack zerev mana viyav and shliyarus of answers. Come on, okay. Bye, my name Rav Sheshet. Memaenet. What about a memaenet? A girl who was betrothed by her mother and brothers and she abandoned the husband and walked out the marriage. So has she got mezonot? Right, look at Rashi. Because she, remember, she's Mamaenet, otherwise she's a Katana. So should he have to support her, at least till she's a Gedola? So look at Rashi. Or should 
or Dilma Hani Saifiat Do we say like this? The fact that she was Mama'init and walked away is if she uprooted the whole establishment of this marriage. And therefore, she was like, never married to him in the first place. And therefore, why should he support her? Or do we say no? She's already left the rest of her family. She can't go back to her family. So therefore, he's going to look after her until she becomes a Bulgarian. Those are two sides to the question. Or ain't Lamazon. Right, that's the question. I'm a Rav Sheshet. Rav Sheshet says, Nitua. He says, this is something you already learned in the Brighter. And this is the Aloha. Almana Beveit Avia. And Almana, who's in her father's house. Look at Rashi. Klomar Mina Elusi. She's an, an Almana from an Elusi. The guy she was betrothed to died. Right? Rashi is the Imin and Isui. In Loa Minan Yesh Lamazon. She wouldn't have a Zona. To add it till Kachantan until she gets married. But I feel the levy been a suing more, even they would agree when she gets married as ois. So it can't be, says Rashi, an almana from a nesuin. It must be almana from a from a from a kiddushin. The grusha bevetavia. Now a grusha who goes back to her father. The shomeret yab bevetavia. And a girl waiting for her yabam to grow up. He's waiting in her father's house. Yeshla mezonot. So we see over here an almana, a grusha, and a shomeret yab all got mezonot. Right? Not an anusa. I'm not a memaenet. Rabbi Yudah Omer. Or Dama Vaitavia, Yesh Lamazonot. Anavia and Amazon. He says, no. This is only if she's still in her father's house. But once she's left, she wouldn't. The Gemara says, Rabbi Yudah, Hainu Tanakama. He says, what's this? No, it doesn't seem to be any real difference between Rabbi Yudah and Tanakama. He says, Ela Lav, Mama Enet, Ikebel. He says, Mama Enet. The Tanakama, Saba Ikebel. Tanakama would appear. The Tanakama says that Mama Enet would have. Right? Why is that? Why does Rashi think that she would have? Even an Amana from an Arusa would also be the same as a Mamanet. Why? It seems like because an Amana from an Arusa, from Anusa, there wasn't really Nisuin. So to Avia Mamanet, there wasn't a Nisuin, it was uprooted. Therefore, it's if she went back to her father's house. So that's what he wants. Rabbi Yudasavah Leitla. Now the question is about Yevama. What about a Bat Yevama? What is a Bat Yevama? So you now married your brother's wife and now you had a daughter from them. So interesting question over here. It says, does she have Mazonot now if this father dies? Right, this father dies. So, do the other brothers remember her? her, her does the other do the other brothers pay, pay support her? From from her from her father, because there was another father. Remember that this guy takes over inherits that other that other guy. So now, do the other brothers from their Yerusha have to now fund this girl as well? Yes, it was on Anderson. He says, "Came and Amar Mar ketubata al nichsei bala rishon." She says, "Amar Mar." The Gemara quotes the Gemara written in Yevamot that the ketuba of the of the when the wife marries the brother again, her ketuba is on the first husband. So then this girl wouldn't have mezonot. Or deal me came and eat leilami rishon. Takil rabbanan the the e leitla. So she hasn't got from the first husband. Takil rabbanan mishai ni itla. The, the father's a Yabam, right? But now the question is... So who cares who the wife's first husband was? Because who pays the daughters? The ketubah is from the... The ketubah goes on the first husband. So the first husband was the one that undertook in his ketubah to her that I'll feed you from, from your daughters that you have. Not the second husband. So now the second... The first husband's dead. 
The second husband doesn't give her a ketubah. The ketubah is based on the first husband. And the first husband isn't here. So when the second husband dies, there's no ketubah with the second husband. So he doesn't have to pay her out. So now the question is, do the other brothers have to now fund this obligation? Right? But there's no... Doesn't, he, doesn't the Yavam inherit the uh, brothers? If there was money, what if there wasn't? So that's what the Gemara says. That's the Gemara's second answer, what you're saying over here. It says, Or deal mekevan de'i late lami rishon. Maybe if there isn't from the first, for whatever reason that there was, right? Takin rabanan mishaini. And therefore itla, there should be. The Gemara says taiku. Okay, so we're not sure. Then we're going to end off over there.